So the New York Times has written its 18th hit piece against Hasidim. Literally, that's not hyperbole. Literally 18 hit pieces against Hasidim. The latest accuses the Kiryas Yoel Public School District, which of course is run by the Hasidish community and helps special needs kids, I would add. It accuses the school district of funneling tax dollars to yeshivas, and it claims that there's a conflict of interest among several, among two board members. And now the story, as usual, there's a scintillating headline. The vast majority of the claims are completely fabricated, even if the claims were accurate. I want to be very clear, which they're not. The New York Times is not accusing the school district of committing a single crime. So there is no crime, even by the New York Times' own claims, there is no crime. It's just like much ado about nothing. And the Times is fabricating virtually every claim that they're making in the first place. And as bad as this would possibly be, it would not be even remotely anywhere near the corruption happening in school districts across the country. I mean, a conflict of interest, uh, giving over some tax dollars to private schools, which, as we're going to prove, not only was it legal, but the school district was obligated, obligated to pass over some of the money to the public schools. So a scintillating headline, a total nothing burger and really mostly fabricated fake news. Now, every other minority can do horrible things, drugs, crime, corruption, domestic abuse. If you say anything negative about any other minority community, the New York Times will pounce on you. Uh, you're a racist. You're a bigot. Every minority is immune from attack, but somehow only the Jews, zero crime rate, super successful, uh, very, very tiny divorce rate. And like the Jews are the ones who are treated like vermin. And this is exactly what they do to Trump. What they're doing to the Hasidim, the New York Times, it's really so much so reflective, so comparable to what they do to Trump because they don't name a crime. Like they put together all these facts, which are technically accurate, and they twist them in ways. They take literally legitimate facts, twist them around. They look like a crime. They come up with a scintillating headline. But once you actually look into it, and, and, and even when you read the article, they'll like throw in. There's like a tiny shred of the truth every once in a while. We're going to literally give you examples of this where you realize, oh, wait a second. Uh, there's actually nothing wrong with that. But The New York Times is making is pretending that there is. So you have like illegals flocking across the border, drug cartels, and like The New York Times sings their praises. But these Hasidim and other Jews, other Orthodox Jews, religious Jews, Haredi Jews, they are successful, they're happy, and that, like, infuriates the people running the New York Times. Many of these journalists, so-called journalists, are actually Jews. So the title of this piece is How Public Money Goes to Support a Hasidic Village's Private Schools. Let me just read you a quote from this piece. Kiyas Yoel has for years run a public school district that was created to serve Hasidic children with disabilities. The district has directed millions of dollars to the community's private religious schools. Boom, bam, there you go. It sounds so scintillating. It sounds so corrupt. And as we're going to explain here, there's nothing wrong. But that, that that's the allegation here is how public money goes to support a Hasidic village's private schools. And Kiryas Yoel, the school district created to serve uh, children with disabilities, has directed millions of dollars to the community's private religious schools. It sounds so bad. And yet there's literally nothing wrong. And in many cases, it's exactly what they were obligated to do. And everything is done above board. Everything is done in a totally ethical way. And in fact, as you'll see, you, know, you could argue that Kiryas Yoel is the only public school district in the country that actually treats people fairly. Because think about this. Everywhere else, yeshiva private school parents are forced to pay for public schools through their tax dollars, and they don't actually use those public schools. They pay a fortune in tuition on top of funding 
the public school system, which they don't even get any benefit out of. So at least in Kiyos Yoel, uh, there's, they're completely legally, in a, in a completely legal way, they're giving money to the private schools that rightfully deserve it. Like, this should be happening. And there's, like, a few communities around the country. They're not the only ones. I mean, in Cleveland, there is, like, some sort of voucher program, and people are basically getting free or very uh, very low-cost uh, private school tuition, yeshiva tuition. But, like, this kind of thing should actually be happening more often, not less often. New York Times also has a problem. COVID relief money was shared with yeshivas, and it turns out that the public school system in, in KJ and Kiyosiol was granted a ton of money for COVID, a ton of money, um, because they have so many low-income children in yeshivas. The New York Times admitted that. And look, we've seen it so many times. I mean, the government, they give out millions and millions of dollars in COVID relief and in other government programs. And then the schools get it, literally don't know what to do with the money. The New York Times almost makes that point themselves because the socialist government, the woke government, is just handing out money left and right, using every excuse they can to hand out money. So literally... Uh, these these schools and these businesses, they don't know what to do with the money. And by the way, there are other uh, local governments, city governments that got COVID relief. They want to use it for like reparations. They want to pump it into like like uh, the black community and other minority communities. And the New York Times, of course, has no problem with that. Here, uh, the, 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 the KJ Public School District gave it to people who needed it and get then gets slammed, of course, for misuse of funds. So it's absurd. All right, so let me read you some quotes here from the Times piece and then we'll respond Quote, the small district is paying more than $2.4 million a year, about 5% of its annual budget. The company is affiliated with the UT, UTJ Private School Organization of Kiyosio. UTJ, I believe, is um, – I'm sorry, UTA, the United Talmudic Academy. That is the yeshiva. That is basically the organization that controls and runs the Satmar yeshivas in Kiyosio. So that money, that $2.4 million a year, is actually used to lease facilities. It's used as as rent payments, and it's 5% of the annual budget, which is not a lot of money. For a public school district to use 5% of its budget on rent and on lease payments, not a lot of money at all, totally legit. And again, like they do to Trump, you know, they take something that like everybody's doing and they turn it into some kind of bombshell. Let me read you a quote here from Iris Stoll. Iris Stoll wrote an op-ed in the Algemeiner responding to this Times article, quote, the Times baseline stance is that no Orthodox Jew deserves any public money of any sort. Notwithstanding, the Orthodox Jews pay, pay taxes too. The Times has complained about public funding to special education services, nutrition programs at Jewish schools, as if Jewish school children deserve to starve or those with special needs deserve to be deprived of services that are received by others. It's become almost comical. You have expect to see a New York Times article complaining that public money is being used to plow snow on streets where Orthodox Jews live or that taxpayer money is being used to send out trucks to collect garbage in Orthodox Jewish neighborhoods. The same newspaper that wants to send plane loads of American dollars to Iran uh, sees a major investigative scandal if a single cent of taxpayer money benefits an Orthodox Jewish child in any way. Never mind that many Jewish parents sacrifice to pay tuition at private schools while paying taxes to support public schools that they largely do not use. The Times prefers to depict Orthodox Jews as money-grubbing parasites, welfare sponges, echoing classical anti-Semitic tropes. If the Times tried this journalistic approach in covering historically black colleges, it would be denounced as racist. So the New York Times also has a problem with using pub- with using taxpayer dollars to make repairs to the facility that the public school was literally renting, which is ludicrous. Let me read you a quote from the Aguda in response to this Times article. Quote, is it nefarious or surprising 
uh, that when seeking to rent specialized school space, the district would do so from the nonprofit that supplies the majority of it in the district and provides schooling for most of the children of Kiyos Moreover, is it scandalous that the district uh, repaired the heating, ventilation, and air conditioning system in the facility in which children with special education needs were learning? And, and amazingly, the New York Times has a problem, as I said, with the district sending COVID relief money to UTA, to the yeshivas. And, and the New York Times themselves, you know, let me read you a quote here from the New York Times, quote, the district sent still more money to the UTA after receiving more than twice of its annual budget, um, $95 million in federal pandemic relief funds, qualifying for that sum based on the large numbers of low-income children in the village, including those in private schools. So I want you to listen to that again. The Times is calling out Kiryas Yoa. Why? Because how dare they give uh, millions of dollars to UTA, to the yeshivas, to the private schools. But here's what the Times themselves admit. Why did they qualify? And $95 million, by the way, $95 million COVID relief, that's a lot of money. I mean, and, and again, we were talking, you know, we know about the billions of dollars in COVID relief fraud. The government was just doling out money left and right. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Look, I'm glad yeshivas got the money because yeshivas certainly could use the money and deserve the money and don't get enough, as I explained before. But it's ridiculous that the country's $31 trillion in debt and they're just doling out billions and millions of dollars in COVID relief. And most of much of it having no idea where it even ended up. Sure, a lot of it ended up in China. So much fraud. But again, the Times admits, why did they qualify for that sum? Based on the large numbers of low-income children in the village, including those in private schools. So they're literally getting the money because of the kids in yeshivas. So they turn over some of the money to kids in yeshivas, to the yeshivas. Rightfully so, and then they get slammed by the Times. It's unbelievable. The Times literally wants the money to go to public school kids, even though the reason that you're getting the money is because of the private school students. But no, the private school students, they don't have a right to the money, and we're going to turn that into a scandal. I mean, they're literally the only district in America who are doing things right, because every other district, the yeshiva parents are literally forced to pay twice, as I explained. I mean, it's just obscene. Another issue raised the conflict of interest. As I said, two board members uh, voted to use funds uh, to pay companies that were run by relatives of the board members. By the way, this goes back uh, 14 years, and this has been rectified. Whatever little hint or shred of some wrongdoing, which doesn't strike me as being anything wrong, and I'm going to read you more quotes from Iris Stoll here, but um, that was that was resolved over a decade ago, and that's the best the Times can do. Here's I'm quoting you from the Times here. Quote, in 2009, New York auditors identified a glaring conflict of interest Two of the school district's board members had voted to use tens of millions of tax dollars to lease a building from a private religious school organization that they also helped run. Since then, conflicts have grown. A New York Times examination has found millions in public education dollars continuing to flow into the same religious school organization and its affiliates. In 2011, the inspector general of the Department of Education concluded the district violated federal conflict of interest rules and misused funds. And the district is ordered to refund more than $276,000. So this was done, in, assuming that this is even true, it was done in 2009, 2011, it was discovered. The district not only refunded uh, the money, but listen to this, the Times, I'm reading from the Times here, okay? So they admit this, since then, meaning 2011, the board members have disclosed their ties to the UTA every year. They have vowed to abstain from votes involving the organization. So whatever this mistake was, assuming that it's even accurate, happened once, it was resolved. They paid back the money. Never happened again. By the way, this is common practice. And even by the Times' own admission, it's not a crime. There is no crime here. Um, back to the Times, you quote, the district is also paying one son of one of the board members, school board president, 
a six-figure salary to work as a teacher's aide and EMT. It has a multi-million dollar contract for bus service with a company managed by another of the sons. This is not a crime. This is not an ethics violation. There is nothing wrong. And by the way, this is so incredibly common. Let me quote you here again from Iris Dole. Quote, I emailed the Times reporter who wrote the story, Jay Root, asking him if he had any reply to the denunciation of his article as inaccurate, misleading, and we think dangerous, and also asking, don't you think it's a little chutzpah dick for the fifth-generation Ox Sulzberger publisher of The Times, who gets paid $8 million for three years by his cousins and other family members to get worked up over some school board member whose son works for the district? So literally, you talk about a conflict of interest. The New York Times, uh, their publisher is literally uh, getting paid by his family, by his relatives, millions and millions of dollars, uh, and uh, and he has an issue with nepotism. It's just it's just unbelievable. You cannot make this stuff up. Let me read you a quote here from Joel Petlin, superintendent of the Kyrgios Yoel School District. Quote, the long-term leases the Times attacks are for buildings solely used for our special needs students. The leases were approved by the voters of Kyrgios Yoel, the commissioner of education. What's more, the school district obtained independent appraisals as part of its process. The facilities were leased at below market costs. Any improvements are approved by the state and will benefit our students not our landlord. Furthermore, the Times writes millions of dollars flow into the religious schools, but ignores the, fact, ignores the fact that we, like all school districts, are required to equitably provide these funds for services to the at-risk non-public school students within our borders. We have no discretion to keep this money for our public school students. Every federal dollar spent is approved by the New York State Education Department. So the Times has an issue with them sending money to UTA, to the private schools, to the yeshivas. Oh, well, wait a second. We're mandated. We're legally mandated to hand over that money. We're not allowed to keep that money. Oh, and by the way, it it was approved by the New York State Department of Education, the woke uh, New York State Education Department that's actually trying to force yeshivas to stop teaching as much Talmudic uh, studies and stop teaching as much Limude Kodesh and instead uh, teach more Limude Chol and teach more secular studies. And the New York Times admitted this, by the way, but like they do it in this like very, very um, sneaky Hidden way, let me read you a quote from the Times, quote, some of the spending that benefits the private schools, such as transportation textbooks, remedial help, is required by state and federal law. And Joel Petland said, quote, we spent countless hours educating the New York Times reporter about district operations and expenditures to provide a deeper understanding of our community and our legal obligations to the non-public schools, as well as proper context for our leases. Unfortunately, this was ignored in favor of a story that is inaccurate, misleading, and we think dangerous. And comes at a time when anti-Semitism uh, attacks on the Jewish community are at the highest level in decades. And let me finally read you a quote here from Aguda's response. Quote, the money, uh, this is a quote from the New York Times, the money it sends to the UTA and its affiliates has done more than just secure classroom space for public school programs. It has supported private schools which provide uh, only cursory instruction in English and math and barely any social studies or science setting some back for life, end quote. And back to the Aguda quote, in other words, because the Times objects to the religious education Hasidic Jews choose to offer their children, it is suggesting that implementing a BDS of sorts for Hasidish Jewish institutions. Don't do business with Hasidish institutions. Who knows that money may support their religious education. The Times portrays Hasidic Jews as ultra-religious, self-dealing caricatures, as black and white as the traditional garb they wear. So essentially, think about that. The New York Times says, well, the... KSUL Public School District is giving money to the yeshivas, to the private schools. Well, the private schools, they don't teach enough math. They don't teach enough science. They don't teach enough English. They're compliant. The, 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 the public schools are compliant, and we know that because the New York State Board of Education is desperately trying to change the 
the, the curriculum in these yeshivas because they know that right now they're compliant. So the Times is saying there's nothing wrong. They're, they're not doing anything wrong in the yeshivas, but you can't give the yeshivas money because we don't like the, 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 their curriculum. We don't like the fact that they don't teach enough uh, secular studies. They need to be teaching more English. They need to be teaching more math and more science. So, like, you get to decide. That's it. Boycott. Don't do any business with the Hasidim. It's egregious. It's disgraceful. And sadly, it's what we've come to expect of the woke, anti-Haredi, anti-religious, anti-Jewish New York Times. That's going to do it uh, for today, and we will see you next time.